Welcome to Marty's Music Kitchen, where food meets music and anything can happen in the kitchen. I'm your host, jazz singer and food enthusiast, Marty Mendenhall. Today's guest is Portland's First Lady of the Blues, LaRonda Steele. LaRonda has toured across Europe and the United States and has enjoyed working with national and international artists like Curtis Salgado, Linda Hornbuckle, Janice Goggins, and Obo Addy. Most recently, she was awarded the Best Female Vocalist Award from the Cascade Blues Association in both 2016 and in 2017. Washing greens is my favorite thing. I'm not as much afraid of creativity as I was because when you go for your sixth surgery and you say, am I going to wake up? You say, I'm, you wake up and you're like, I'm not so afraid of little things anymore. Today we're making a steel family favorite called Gloopity Glop. Just what is that exactly? Well, let's go find out. Hi, LaRonda. Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. How are you? I'm so good. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> we're in this fantastic kitchen, and uh, we're, we're heating up some oil and a pan. Mm -hmm. Yes, we and are. And we have a special guest here today that I was not expecting, <laughs> and this is fantastic. Do you want to introduce her? This is my beautiful daughter, Lauren Steele. She's home from college. Um, she's getting ready to go into her senior year at Southern Methodist. This Want to is, say hi? Hello. Hi, Lauren. This is so great. This is like a true family um, dinner kind of a show, right? Yes, it is. I love it. And what is on the menu today? Well, it did I name it Gloopity Glop, Lauren? Gloopity Glop. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> as a mom, just kind of, I'm on the go a lot, either rehearsing or gigging, and and. I will have to admit, I, I don't necessarily love cooking. Uh -huh. I just need to cook so that we can eat. Uh, yeah, necessity. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Necessity. Yeah, so it was one, one day, I think we, we had been gone all day, and I came home, and I said, oh, my gosh, what am I going to cook? I had these um, andouille sausages, like the open nature sausages, yeah. and I happened to have had a potato hanging out. And then for some reason, we had some kale, and I just said, hmm, why don't I? Just put all of this stuff together in a pan. It's right. pretty healthy. I think we've all done that. Yeah, at, you know, and and some point or another. <laughs> and then after I had finished, you know, adding all of the peppers and the onions, which I love, potatoes and onions, you can never go wrong yeah, with. I totally agree. Um, I they, uh, I think Sarah asked me what's it called, and I said, oh, it's just some gloopity glop I put together, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody liked it. So I was so happy because so, they don't like everything that I cook. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right, so um, what are we, um, we've got some ingredients here, and I'm going to post the recipe, just okay. so all the listeners know, mm -hmm. on uh, SoundCloud and then also on uh, the website. Okay. And um, what are we going to do first, Lauren? Are you helping? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to chop up some potatoes. She's oh. chopping some potatoes. Yes. I actually was um, the official potato chopper back in Oklahoma. Okay. Um, the family, uh, my brother and sister, mom and dad, we'd go um, fishing uh -huh. uh, in the morning, like the wee hours of the morning. We'd go fishing and we'd catch a whole bunch of catfish. Okay. And then my dad taught us how to clean them, <laughs> which was gross, <laughs> to say the least. Okay. And so, but when we got home, we'd have the fish and potatoes uh -huh. and pork and beans. And I was the official potato 
cutter. So, the potato girl? Yes, I asked Lauren to be our potato girl today. I love and that. And you are cutting up, actually, you know, you can interchange andouille sausage, uh -huh. or we've got um, chicken and apple, but okay. it's, it's the, it's the um, open nature, okay. you know, without the uh, nitrates and all of that. I and love the kids, that. Kids and love that. Is this mm -hmm. a whole package or is this two packages? It's two packages because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> all right well you know that's a good thing because we're doing a food and music cooking show so yeah yeah it's good this is kind of like twice the amount right. so we just pray so what i learned about it over over um time is that we need to fry the potatoes first in a okay. separate pan uh-huh and then the andouillas i mean the sausages are already done so you're just kind of warming those up okay so am i doing this right you are doing that excellently i'm so glad oh. i haven't i haven't like sliced anything off no. that i shouldn't have yet so this i'm is watching all good. you closely yeah i got it my guardian <laughs> angel right here all right and so um are we do you usually uh peel the potatoes first or are they peels on what do you want to do back in oklahoma uh I used to uh, take the peel off, but we've discovered as a family that we love the peel on. You know, so, breakfast yeah. sometimes I've found too, peel on for mm -hmm. potatoes and breakfast. Sometimes it just gives it that extra kind of, I don't know, earthiness, uh, earthy mm -hmm. quality to it. Yeah. Love it. I, we love it. And I'm surprised that the kids like it. So mostly what I cook is like trying to have the kids eat something. And so <laughs> when they when they decided that they liked this, I was just so ecstatic. So I was probably cooking it way too much, right. way too often. I never uh, got tired of it. Never did. What was that? All right. She never got tired of it. <laughs> and the pretty colors, you know, the green kale against the red pepper and bell pepper and red right. onion. I don't, I don't see the kale, but oh, I'm sure it's, it's here somewhere. Oh, right there. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, right mm -hmm. there, right in front of me. Yes, ma'am. So this so all gets added last because it's, I like it a little crunchy. Okay. I don't really want it too cooked down. Okay. Um, so we're and... going to put the sausage over in this skillet. Okay. Got it. You mm -hmm. want me to just throw it in there? Yeah. Um, the are you going to add any oil or we're not? Not for the sausage now. Okay, I'm putting it in. Yes, I'm. It's Woo! not hot yet. <laughs> it is. It's oil is on. And is this olive oil we're cooking? It is olive oil. I, I love olive oil. I grew up with Crisco and lard. Uh -huh. So I'm, after I moved out, I made some other so choices. What was the <laughs> uh, what was the difference in flavors? Do you notice? Do you miss the, the richness of the Crisco mm. or the, the lard? Well, I, it oh, it cooks a certain way. You know, uh -huh. Crisco cooks things a little more crispy. It's got a, what is it, a higher um, heat level that uh -huh. it takes. So with olive oil, I have to be a little, a lot more careful with where I put my, as again, I told you, I don't necessarily like to cook. I have right, to. Right. So, I mean, I've burned up many pans <laughs> in my life because I just want the food to cook. Yeah. And so I just have to watch where I set the yeah, levels. I yeah, so get so, that. You know, I just I, what I am is a person who loves it when people eat, when my family likes what I cook. Yeah, that me too. makes me happy. It's uh. it's not necessarily the act of physically cooking that yeah. I like, but but the fact that they love it and it's nutritious and it's I think that's me right. feeding my babies. Your and my babies. Husband, so, yeah. Do you guys ever sing when you're listening to music when you're cooking? <laughs> oh no, they're laughing. This is a yes. <laughs> One time. Uh... We were, uh, had to be about 10 years old, Sarah's probably um, six or so, and we were washing off some greens um, <laughs> to cook that day, because mom makes amazing collard greens. Okay. Um, uh, and we started singing, uh, 
I was saying, washing greens is my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Washing greens is my favorite thing. And it just, <laughs> washing greens is my favorite thing. And Sarah joined in on the top harmony. Yeah, so we had three parts. Washing greens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Thing. I love it. This is it. Washing greens is my favorite thing. Washing greens is my favorite thing. You heard it right here <laughs> on Marty's Music Kitchen. There it is. Ah, that's super fun. I was so right. excited that they uh, that they found pleasure in yeah. washing the greens. So do you? So do, do you, you rinse these off, low? Mm -hmm. Okay. Rinse it off the potatoes. Do you listen to music when you cook? Um, you know, I back in Oklahoma, I used to. My sister and I were. Pretty much uh, in charge of cooking and cleaning all the time. Uh huh. And so um, we would listen to music to clean to. We'd listen to music to cook to. The we'd open up all the doors and windows, and we'd just choose a room and we'd clean. Um, uh. As an adult, because we I do so much music, I don't hardly listen to it as much as I'd like. But recently, when when um when I was kind of upset about having to clean the kitchen after I've been on stages and I'm a rock star and I've been <laughs> voted best vocalist for this and that, you know. Right. And then I come home and there's like dirty dishes in the sink and it's like I have to do the dishes. And you're like, dang it all. So I put Bruno Mars on. Oh, really? <laughs> so Bruno and I have been jamming 24 karat magic in the air. I love and it. And he got me through the, the, yeah. The washing dirty dishes. And when Lauren is home, she, she cooks. Lauren actually cooks quite well. I love that. Oh my goodness, she cooks. I love it when she cooks. Lauren, hidden talent. And you she act puts on her. She puts on her playlist, and it's just, it's just wonderful. It reminds me of when I was growing up, um, how much music was just a, in the background and and the foreground of our life. It's just a part of life. I love that. You know, my yeah. next single. Mm -hmm. um, that I'm going to release is actually called Washing Dirty Dishes. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, man. Is really? that going to get us through it? Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, no. It's more about, it's the, it's the um, you know, having dinner with, um, you know, a really close friend and you wash the dishes together at the end. I mean, who wouldn't want a boyfriend that helps you wash dishes, oh, right? Honey. So there you that's go. Right? She's, she's 21. Let's, let's tell her. That's what she uh, wants. Yeah. You want a man who could... No, I'm kidding. Let's not get off on that in this oh, podcast, no, shall we not? <laughs> At any rate. Okay, so we're putting the potatoes in the oil. Put the potatoes. We're going to um, put a little salt and pepper in there, too. I like to salt and pepper my taters. To taste, of course. Of course. And then I'm going to let Lauren be the overseer of the potato Thank cooking. Thank you, Lauren. Oops, excuse me. Because she ate it. So when you, um, when you, I know you've toured um, a lot, um, and I read recently that um, one of your favorite tours was to Italy. Right. Most recently, actually last year, right around this time, we were getting ready to go to uh, Peretta, Italy for a soul festival. Ah. And I have never been, I mean, I've been out of the country to, well, I guess as far as uh, uh, Canada <laughs> and as far as uh, Virgin Islands, I think. Uh -huh. Right. Um, with Curtis and um, with Obo, we went Salgado. up. To, yes, Curtis Salgado. Uh -huh. We right. went to Virgin Islands, and we actually—I um, have done the um, 
Legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise with Curtis, which was uh, in uh, the Caribbean and also, where else did we go out of? The Florida. Where's uh -huh. the Florida? Well, I'll just say the Caribbean. Right. And so that was as far out of the country as I had been. And um, Louis Payne, um, which I, I'm, is a famous B3 organist who lives here, mm -hmm. worked with Paul DeLay and Linda Hornbuckle and many others. He, um, we recorded uh, Rock Me Baby, which is a collaboration of, of songs that, um, boy, it's such a long story, but he worked with <laughs> Linda Hornbuckle for a long time in the, in the Linda Hornbuckle band. Uh -huh. She became ill and they had all these gigs and Linda and, and her husband, Mark Young, asked me to do some of those. And so Lewis and I needed to have songs to do together at, at short notice. We didn't have time to really practice. Right. So we'd be on the bandstand and we'd be, oh, what song? Do you know this song? Saying, what key do you know? Oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, right. I almost pulled out Washington yeah, Greens. There you go. <laughs> and so I, I told Lewis, I said, well, since we're going to be working together, let's just make a CD because I, I, I love to make CDs. Yeah, and, um, that's a great idea. We went into Shared Studios and out came Rock Me Baby and and they're cover tunes, I yeah. mean, but they have a different spin on them, so uh -huh. that kind of keeps them exciting. And um, with that CD, he shopped it all around the country and got four stars out of five in Downbeat Magazine. Ah, that's so great. And with that notoriety, we were able to be a part of uh, the Peretta Soul Festival without being this international act. So High that five got us for there. Woohoo! Woo he worked that's his like little, he, he and Tracy worked their little booties off. I love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, um, you okay? How are the potatoes coming? Check in with the food. They're doing well. We're just frying them up, mm -hmm. and I see the sausages are yeah. heating up. Yes, ma'am. All right. Now, um, are we? Uh -oh. uh, did you say there was some kind of an onion involved in this Right. Recipe? There are red onion, a, uh -huh. a whole red onion, and then there there is a whole red pepper. Okay, and we already have those chopped, right? Yes, and, and a whole bell pepper with also a couple of cloves of garlic. So green green bell pepper, and again, we're going to have this recipe online. Yes, you will. It's, Ooh, it's how great. colorful. Lauren likes to put a little red onion in with the potatoes because okay. that is the smell of life. Potatoes and onions, oh my goodness. All right. Yeah. That's fantastic. Okay, we're, the, the red know, onion is going in. And I want to say too, this is kind of cool for vegetarians too because you can keep the meat separate uh -huh. and in a whole separate pan. You don't even have to look at it. All right. I mean, you have to smell it, but don't right. even look at it. You hear me, vegetarians? <laughs> don't even look over here. I love that. Don't watch this. <laughs> okay, don't look. I'm going to cover Lauren's eyes because I know she's a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, so tell me, um, what what music you said that Rock Me Baby was a while ago. Mm -hmm. what's, what have you been doing? You know, what's what's recent? What's current? Well, what's interesting about it, I, I went in and recorded Rock Me Baby with Lewis like over, it was over a weekend. It might have taken a week to record it. Uh -huh. We had, um, but during... Um, during, well, actually, what took place before then, I was diagnosed with uh, stage three breast cancer oh, uh, back in 2013. Wow. And during that time, I started recording uh, a CD with a good friend of mine. His name is Edward Snyder. Uh -huh. And so during chemotherapy and surgeries and recovery from each of those things, we would go into the studio. 
and we record just a little bit more right. and we record a little bit more and we brought the girls in yeah. did we bring you guys in for that one you guys got to sing on the CD? no you came in on rock me baby didn't you for the cd yeah no, you came in for Rock Me Baby, didn't you? Oh, okay. I think okay. so. Yeah. I think maybe Full Grown Woman. Yeah, I dragged them with me everywhere. Smart but, woman. Um, That's okay. Anyhow. Um, it's all good. So that CD got released actually after Rock Me Baby, even though I was working on it previous, wow. prior to, um, to Rock Me Baby. So right. it was just kind of really cool the way that, that came out. Are um, those, were you writing that I was music? writing. So during the time of this really just, I mean, the, the, the uh, diagnosis just really rocked our family and, and, and hit, hit I, me. Um, I can imagine. Hit us kind of, blindsided us. But, but I had the kids and I had my husband and I had the writing of the CD and right. creating beautiful music to keep me going. Portland Interfaith Gospel Choir, I was still directing that while undergoing um, treatment for the breast cancer. Right. and. So it just kept me going. So yeah, music. Yeah. Music, music is helps. music is life. Music is for healing. Me. Yes, right. Indeed, I it is. I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. So not to that extent, but so you're you're good now. I am good to go. Five years, um, uh, no evidence of disease is what they um, call it. So <laughs> okay, another so, high five for that. Cancer free. <laughs> and my babies, I you know, it was it's it's one thing to go through it personally, but then. Right. Um, they have a whole different um, perspective on right. it, so um, you'd have to talk to them about do you think, that. <laughs> do you think there's still some new music in there about this, uh, I don't know, maybe a richness of life now I'm sure on the side is. of that? I'm not as much afraid of creativity as I was, because when you go for your sixth surgery and you say, am Six I going to wake surgeries. up? You say, I'm, you wake up and you're like, I'm not so afraid of little things anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. So. Wow. Do I that's have amazing. that up high? All right, we're checking in with the food. Yep. And thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. On the, on the air. That's pretty amazing. So uh, we're checking in with the food. What's the temperature on that? On the sausage? On the taters. I think it's on medium. Do we need a medium high like that? Yeah. See, that's why I burn stuff up. You burn stuff up? <laughs> Because what the temperature is on medium high. No, because I want it to go faster. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, tell me, um, what's been like your favorite show experience, do you think? I mean, oh, has there been anybody you met that you just idolized that changed your, like rocked your world? Oh, boy. Oh, you know that's so difficult. I will say um, our Waterfront Blues Festival. Uh-huh is an amazing way to meet um, artists that uh, like that you grew up listening to. Uh -huh. Like when I met um, Isaac Hayes, oh. he was at our blues festival um, here in Portland like a month or two before he died. Oh. And I used to see, my dad looks a lot like Isaac Hayes. Oh. My dad is bald headed, he's got the beard, and, right. and my dad is like a bass or a baritone voice, you know, uh -huh. kind of like a, um, Isaac Hayes and so I saw Isaac Hayes on albums growing up and saw how my dad idealized him and then to be able to actually meet him and he was so gracious he signed um, that night even after his show he signed everybody's um, he gave autographs to everyone who was in line and he was just barely standing but he wow. 
signed and he took pictures all the way to the end. He had to have had at least two hours after his show of just signing. And we didn't realize that that would be the last that would be the last time. last show he did. Wow, that yeah. was the, the last show. That you he know, did. he he may have done one or two afterwards, but it was it was maybe two or three months, and he mm -hmm. had passed away. Yeah. So to be able to be a part of that per that icon's life or get to see them, you yeah. know, and hear them uh, before they pass. Um, let's see what else. When I went on the legendary rhythm and blues cruise, I met. Um, Taj Mahal, who I absolutely love. Love Taj Oh my gosh, Mahal. I love Taj Mahal. Um, <laughs> got a chance to meet Ruthie Foster, who I adore, uh -huh. an incredible vocalist. Um, who else did I meet? But it's just so interesting to to meet them and then be on the same stage as them. And, and so you learn to understand they're just people just like me and you. Right. I mean, we have put in the work as well as vocalists. And though our you know, our our scope is our scope. We've reached who we've reached. They have had um, production companies that help them reach the whole world. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But right. it's the same work. Right. It's the same spirit and energy that yeah. we put out on a local level or wherever we go that they put out too. Yeah. It's, a, so, it's a labor of love. Definitely. It is. Definitely. So uh, I, I hope I answered that. But being on the Blues Festival stage in front of thousands of people was amazing. Yeah, that's um, great. And you yeah. get to do that again. In fact, the show is going to air on July 4th, Ooh. the day of the Waterfront Blues Festival. And yes. I understand that you are once again going to take the stage. Ah, so yeah. people could be listening to this right before you sing. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's yeah, a really cool your time. You're going to hear about my gloopity glop. Y'all going to want this gloopity glop. You're going to have to sing that on stage now. A gloopity glop song. They're going to be gloopity glop. Gloopity. No, I'm kidding. I have them come over and wash our greens for us. Yeah, there but you yeah, go. we get to feature, um, you know, songs from a previous CD. My husband and I, um, Mark Steele, have a, uh, an album called Artistic Differences. Uh -huh. The girls are on that. They're like five and seven. Aww. You know, I just I just said, look, sing. You know, because uh, my family isn't say, that cute. Don't you hate it when they do that? I'm, I'm like, I'm looking about Lauren. She's like, yeah, so yeah. cute. It was worth it. Yeah, okay, worth it. Got it. I came from a singing family who came from a singing family, so I was like, well, of course, this is yeah. what you do. Right. You know? That's exactly. So, um, we'll, and we'll also be featuring um, Lauren's uh, release. She's got several songs that she's written and, and spoken word pieces. Um, one, the latest of note is a song called Insecurities that's got a lot of hits. Really? On, um, it Lauren, is fantastic. I love that. Lauren, sing a little bit of the chorus for me. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. I got insecurities And sometimes I don't love me like I should I got pride beyond belief Wouldn't tell you how I feel if I could it's so good. Little oh it makes me cry. I know. Look at you all tearing up. We've been talking about all this emotional stuff, mm. and your daughter burst into song, and you're like, "It's fantastic." You're like an emotional mess. All right, okay. Let's just okay. check back in with our food. How are our potatoes? Because you're not cooking fast we enough. We're all getting hungry. Come on, taters. Yeah, we might need to turn the fire up on the potatoes. Turn, turn the fire up. Oh, I think you. I think we went lower, Mama. Oh, did? Oops. <laughs> so tell me, um, what kind of stuff do you have coming up this summer? Oh boy, I have, let's see, what do I have coming up this summer? Well, the Blues Fest is first and foremost, um, I, well, that's what we've been working on quite a bit as a family. 
Um, recently, I was at Alberta Rose, and we did a concert with Norman Sylvester. He put it together, Boogie Cat Productions, of a chronological look through gospel music. Uh -huh. Well, it's not just gospel. He started with African music. Oh. So Chata Addy, um, along with some dancers and drummers. We start in Africa. We come to America, slavery time. So we do some um, gospel music. Um, and then we go to the Delta with some of the blues, the first blues with Tavis. Um, and then we come to the contemporary rhythm and blues. So uh -huh. we take you through this beautiful journey. Right. And it was really amazing. It was, it's a great. powerful display of our American music. Are you going to do that show again sometime? We did it last year, and I know Norman really wants to keep it going, and I think it should be a teaching tool. Ah. We should travel and do that. But this summer I get to work with the Boogie Cats some more in the parks. Um, my interfaith gospel choir will be um, working in... Fernhill Park and Callahan Park this summer. Right. I work with the ants, uh, ants in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just trying to stay employed, honey. And uh, I work a lot with Louis Payne and, and our duo trio quartet. So oh, I'm excited God. about that. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So, well, um, we're going to take um, just a little bit of a break and we're going to be back in a second and through the magic of this podcast, we're going to have our potatoes done and we'll finish up the recipes. So. <laughs> okay. The Marty's Music Kitchen Podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. So now the potatoes are almost done. Mm -hmm. um, what's our next step? Well, we take the potatoes out and um, we add our kale along with all of the um, peppers and onions and okay. garlic. And look, this is a magic bag that yes, says kale, washed mm -hmm. and ready to use. There it so is. there's no washing We don't kale need to song. wash the kale. Yeah. Can I open it for you? Yes, please. I'm gonna take this knife washing and just go across the kale. top. That's right, washing <laughs> kale. Wow. All right, um, where are the potatoes gonna go? Those look done. Potatoes are gonna go Oops. either here low or mm. in a bowl, over to the side. All right. You got it? You want some help, Sandy? So Lauren is putting the potatoes in mm -hmm. this bowl off to the side of the stove. Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. This looks so good. All right, and then what's going to, oop, I'm sorry, I'm oh, dropping okay. kale. What's, um, it's raining kale. <laughs> what, what are we going to do um, after this? What's kale. the next step? So what we'll do, once the potatoes are I out, we'll add, um, we'll add the kale and all the onions together, and then we'll just add the potatoes back in on the top. Okay, so we're going to put the peppers in the pan mm -hmm. and the kale. Yeah. And then we're going to add the potatoes, mm -hmm. and then we'll throw in the meat throw on top of that. Throw in the meat on top of okay. it. So the while we're gloopity glop. While we're doing all this process, I'll narrate as we go. Mm -hmm. um, I recently found out, very recently, that you were actually working with one of my really good friends, Naomi La Violette. Mm -hmm. um, tell me about it. She is quite amazing. First of all, incredible <laughs> musician and um, songwriter and arranger. Well, we there's a um, project out of uh, New York, out of Carnegie Hall, that the symphony players coupled with organizations that helped uh, homeless families or families in transition. Uh -huh. So the um, Portland Homeless Project and some Oregon Symphony players got uh -huh. together and Naomi was uh, one of the arrangers for us, uh -huh. um, coupled with local musicians. Uh -huh. So I was one of seven or eight local musicians chosen to um, 
Well, now you want to put the peppers and the kale okay. in first, yeah. Peppers are going in. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, so I was one of the singer-songwriters that was asked to be a part of it, um, along with um, several others, I can't name them all, and symphony players. So what we did is that we were um, all in a room together with moms uh -huh. and children and right. their children. And the moms literally chose which artists they wanted to help them write the lullabies. So we kind of were prompted to ask them certain questions. Go ahead and add the kale. You want me to add kale? Yes, just please. put handfuls of kale yes, on top please. of this beautiful. Ooh, yes. All right, I should take a picture of that while we're at it, but that's okay. Oh yeah, it's oh. gonna get a little messy. That's I love it. Am I, am I still heaping on there? Let's heap one more because one, it'll. Oh my gosh, that's so much kale. You know, it's gonna just cook okay. down so quickly. All right, I got it. And I'm so. On it. We, we um, actually, the mothers wrote the songs, but we just kind of helped the mothers put it in the form of a song. And then the symphony players came in, which was so cool. Usually symphony players need things written out for them, right. but they used their improvisational chops as well. And it was this wonderful organic experience of mothers who are in transition who still love their, we, we love our babies. I mean, right. mothers and fathers. We love our children, no matter if we have a home for them or not. Uh. And this just gave all of us humanity. Uh. You know, um, the love of a mother for their child, the love of a father for the family, and he's not able to provide for them right now, right. but yet you're given the gift of music and you know how much music heals. I love that richness <sighs> of the improvisation and that, I it's, mean, I can't amazing. imagine that that just infused it with heart. It, uh, it was an amazing uh, experience. It was something I've never done before in my life and um, it was challenging in a lot of ways just to let yourself be vulnerable right? and to be with a person um, that, that, that could be me, that could be our family. Yeah. Just you never know where life will take you right and to have the opportunity to give voice to a song that a mom has or a father has I had a I had a mom and dad team so to give voice to their love for their children even right. during this time of transition was so powerful and we had a concert of all the songs and it's uploaded to the SoundCloud uh, from Carnegie Hall the lullaby project so we're we're yeah. a part of that well I'm gonna totally check that out please do and Naomi was is incredible she pulled everything together she wrote the charts we sent in like in whatever form we sent the music to her in she wrote full charts right yes right. so we just kind of let that steam a little bit sometimes I add a little water on the top you know to just let the kale and this skillet needs to be bigger but like I told you, I was hungry. Uh, then we just add the potatoes. I was hungry. Let's just throw it in there. You just kind of mix it in and let that kale kind of get... Um, wilted? Wilted, yes. And then you add potatoes Sh and you add the, the meat on the top. We're going to add meat. I think we'll add it separately. Okay, great. Yes. So this is looking like it's... Really, I mean, the, the kale is bright green. Isn't it beautiful? I'm, I'm taking over for a second. Oh, yes. just stunning. And uh, you said we're ready to add the potatoes in? Mm -hmm. Is that? Add the potatoes I, in. Can I do it? Yes, please. Oh, my gosh. Ow, ow, son of a gun. <laughs> well, maybe not all of them. Not all of them? I made a heaping, a heaping load of taters. Okay, tell me when. Okay. All right, good. Ooh, got a little juggle of olive oil in there. And I'm just mm -hmm. stirring this in? Yes. 
This is like a vegetarian's dream mm -hmm. for a minute. Yeah, we want to just try. My my thing was like to try not to break the potatoes so it turns into like mush. That's why I cook the potatoes first. Right. Kind of get them a yeah. So Lauren, as we're finishing this up, what was it like for you growing up? I'm assuming it was a musical family. Yeah, definitely. Um. It was good. I mean, I'll never have a normal person's sleep schedule. Um, because <laughs> Why not? Like they were Why? always coming home from gigs, you know, around 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Because that was back when mom was working at different clubs and stuff like that. So I was always, once I was of babysitting age, you know, it was me and my little sister. So I, I developed sort of a night owl sort of mm -hmm. way of life before, before college even. Did she, um, did she teach you music? I mean, I have my own memories of my mother oh, teaching yeah. me jazz standards and ballads. I mean, was Definitely. it like that for you? Definitely. I, I, it was never like sit down and learn this necessarily, but I just, I was always in the room and I, I think I was constantly inspired toward it, you know, without her having to say, this is what you're going to do, you know? Right. I just, I just kind of picked it up and I listened to her and I learned from her and um, you know, there came a point where she started dragging me to her gigs with her, and so I got <laughs> Did she make you sing on stage? She did, at first, at first, and then it became something I wanted to do. <laughs> I think she knew, she saw it Mom, in me. Mom, come did. on! Right, right. Not again. You can mm -hmm. add that now, that, honey, if you then, want to. Do you want that on the side? Keep it separate. Yeah. Okay, let's okay. keep it separate. All right, okay. so are we going to plate it up? Yeah. We've got these yeah. greens, they're bright and beautiful. And we're gonna we're gonna plate it up. We can use this plate. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, pre-washed. Sadly, no song greens. No Out of the way. Okay. Ooh, I better get that All off right. of there. So, Loranda, was that? I mean, were you passing this music to your children? Was that passed to you? Oh, indeed. I, uh, my mother and father were singers and. My grandfather was a preacher, and um, my my mother sang with her sister. So, I, and I sang with my sister. So I'm like, uh, ah. of course, this is what we do, right? right. <laughs> and and, and um, my husband Mark, their father, came from a long line of great musicians. They actually owned. Is it Patty's place, Lauren? Uh, I'm not. Sh I'm not sure. It was both of theirs. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, Patty's place in Seattle. Uh huh. Um, so they not only played jazz music, but uh, had a club that hosted jazz music and incredible artists all the time. I think Mark's father worked with Sarah Vaughn at one, one, at really? one time. Really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so it's a whole legacy. It's like a steel family music mm -hmm. legacy. Yep. And Johnson. I'm, and I'm, what ties it all together? Gloopity Glop. Gloopity Glop. Why isn't there a Gloopity Glop song? <laughs> We're working on it. It's, it's working on it. It's in the all works. Right. All right. Gloopity Glob song in the works. I love it. It's pretty. That's Ooh, great. That's I'm really take pretty. a picture of this because wow. All right. Well, I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a fork. I'm gonna find a fork. Oh, here they are kitchen. over here. We are gonna get a fork or two. And you want to make it, you know, season it with the salt and pepper to your taste if you like more garlic. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna try it. Okay. Can I try it? Well, wait a minute. Here, I'm going to toast. Let's toast our forks, too. Oh, um, let me grab it. Um, you teaching me and our listeners how to make gloopity glop. Yeah. yeah. Just like a little toast on the fork. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. 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 We're toasting our forks. 
All right, um, and we're gonna taste it. So I've got right. the I've got the sausage going on. And what kind? It's apple. Is it apple, Lauren? Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the apple um, mm. apple chicken sausage. Oh my gosh! It's just simple, but it's good food. Wow. Good eatings. It's bright. I mean, the the kale is still this gorgeous bright green, and uh, the peppers are still crunchy. Mm -hmm. Lauren. You did a fine job. She is a good cook. Cooking these down. That gal. Mm. And she can sing, and she's pretty, and she's smart. Lord have well, mercy. Mm. I get it and you were, oh, you were so see. right about the, the red onion with the potato. Mm -hmm. Just delicious. Mm. All right. Wow. And you must great. have a little red wine with it. Come on. Oh, uh, yeah. We've been drinking the red wine during the show, but <laughs> we didn't want to tell our listeners that until no, just now. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. We're eating this beautiful food. And we're nearing the end of our show. And first of all, thank you so much for oh. inviting me into this beautiful kitchen well, and teaching thank me. You. Thank you. Thank for, you for inviting us to be with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It just, it worked out really well. So tell me, um, I'm going to ask you, what do you think, I mean, if you could dream a dream, mm. a dream a dream, where would you want to be? What do you see yourself like a year from now? Well, if I, if I dreamt, if I dreamt big. Dream big. Um. You know, for, for, for me, it's about um, the impact of what my voice and what my music can do for people. I remember growing up very lonely and very isolated in a very small community and um, with the condition of being uh, albino, albinism, I was pretty much ostracized because of the oh. way I look. So I turned to music. Music brought me comfort. Music... Um, just it, it just brought me so much comfort and I remember dreaming that I want to be that comfort to someone uh -huh. and so that's what my goal is is to be that comfort to be the the voice that you hear that you turn on when you're in the kitchen and you're mad and you you just need somebody to help calm you down or or if you need to cry there's a certain song that just brings tears to your eyes it helps you release or or if you're feeling happy or what you know just to be that voice of comfort so um i see myself recording um more original music and actually performing more original music so wherever that takes me i say i am willing to go I'm willing to go yeah, wherever to that go. takes me. Yeah. Forward. Well, LaRonda, this has just been delightful to to interview you. And Lauren, thank you so much for flying all the way back from Texas to of Oregon course. to do this. I really appreciate it. And, thank you. Um, I just wish you the best of luck in your success yes. in your young career. Yes. And LaRonda, I think we're destined to be friends. This is I, I think so. This is going to be great. <laughs> so um, anyway, thank you again so much for being on the show. Um, Marty, I just want to thank you for having this dream and including us in your first cast podcast thank you <laughs> i mean this is it is such an honor for me to be a part of this and and for you to just interview us over food which we all love which music and food and good wine and good conversation brings us together so thank you thank you ah, thank you thank you thank you so much i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna hug you right now <laughs> i'm just gonna hug you all right well thank you so much loranda um thank you I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen.
The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. Find out more about the Marty's Music Kitchen podcast at OregonMusicNews.com and MartyMinnenhall.com and subscribe on SoundCloud. For behind-the-scenes clips, recipes, and photos, follow Marty's Music Kitchen on social media at hashtag MartyMindenhall, Marty with an I, Mindenhall, and Marty's Music Kit. That's M-A-R-T-I-S Music K-I-T on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Tune in next time where anything can happen in Marty's Music Kitchen.